0: Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wawandari people of the Kulin nations, and recognize their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods. A sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery and old world magic. Where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ritual. My name is Amy Harvey and I am writing solo today. I don't think I've done one of these ones by myself for a little while. Can you, I guess you can probably hear the kookaburras in the background. They're finding something very funny. So maybe I'm not so alone today. Maybe they will be joining me for this whole episode. Um how is everybody going? It's actually quite nice to be by myself. Um, It's very quiet and calming. Um, But yeah, I want to do a few more of these ones by myself. I I had mentioned on Instagram a little while ago that I was going to be diving into um, different episodes about different deities and also the elements. So today will be the very first one of them Um, where I will be discussing deity work itself. So not one particular, you know, goddess or God, um, more just how you get into it. It's probably one of the biggest questions I get and one of the most, would we say, overwhelming or maybe confronting things that when you're starting out um, on as you're on your path as a witch or a magical being um people do get very overwhelmed i guess what's the word i'm looking for there's a word oh you have to excuse my my baby brain it's i literally have no idea about english anymore or any memory capacity at all so i struggle to get through uh just basic sentences so please bear with me today um But it can be very confronting when you're going into deity work because, and I actually had an experience not too long ago where I was doing a class and um, the teacher was talking about deity work and she, it really rubbed me the wrong way. And I didn't say anything at the time because I was kind of like, what's the point? Um, I just found it more of a learning uh, exercise of what not to say to people who are learning. Um, But basically she was teaching us about a particular deity. And um, she said, she started mocking people um, saying like, you know, people think that like, you know, they go, how can I work with, you know, blah, blah, blah deity. She's like, why would they even want to work with you? Like, why would this amazing goddess want to work with a, just a normal, boring human? And she really just like cut the confidence of these people that were in the class. Like it went on and on. I'm not going to get too much into it, but I was just sitting there watching her and I'm like, these poor people are literally just starting their path and any confidence they had in connecting with a deity or doing anything like that, you've completely shot. And not only that, like, you know, who gave you the right to be able to teach about this one? Like, she's so great and powerful, how come she chose you? And you're just a boring human as well. You know, I just think, I think that was really off. It really rubbed me the wrong way. And I really disagreed with what she was saying, because as you will find out, the more you dive into your journey and the more you start to really dive into working with goddesses or guides or whoever it is that you choose to work with, you'll notice that they do in fact work with us. They do choose us sometimes, sometimes we choose them, but they do connect with us. They do work with us. They are with us because that's kind of what they do. You know, yes, they are these all great, powerful beings, but they work with humans every single day. They work with animals. They work with all kinds of energies. And I don't see why we would think like, otherwise I, I really disagree with that. So First of all, if you are wanting to dive in and find someone to work with, please don't listen to things like that. Please know that they are there and they will be there. And once you make that connection, it's a really beautiful, magical experience to be a part of um, and one that they are also more than happy to be a part of as well. So that's something that you really need to remember and don't listen to the uh, to the haters. So what I thought I would do first is maybe talk about my experience Um, and then I'll get into how you can work with your own Um, because everybody's going to have their own experience. Everybody's going to do things differently. Some people work with one, some people work with 20. You know, everyone you talk to will be different and everyone you talk to will also, excuse me, have someone completely different from you who they're drawn to and connect with and you might go, I have absolutely no... Um, interest whatsoever I'm working with you know Carly but I'm really drawn to blah 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 and they don't so it's a really personal journey um, so when I share mine don't compare yourself to me in any way this is purely just me sharing um, my experience and what I have where I've come from and how my journey started so my first uh, who was it? the very first time I ever connected with a deity. I remember, I, I'm pretty sure I was in a class and we were doing this meditation and I don't think we had anyone in mind. I think it was kind of like a open thing. And I remember I found myself, when I have meditations, I go super deep and i they're very, very visual. So I found myself on the top of this beautiful hill And in front of me was this stone cottage. Um, And inside there was a woman and she had this beautiful red hair. She was standing over a cauldron and um, she kind of like brought me inside. And she said her name was Bridget. Now, at this point, I was super new. I did not know anything about anybody so and this is what I think is one of the most fun things about when you do deity work when you have an experience and then you research it after and it um affirms like what you went through so for example Bridget has been said to be found on top of a hill in a stone cottage she's um goddess of the cauldron and so everything I read about her after like got a tick like I kind of reaffirmed my experience is what not only other people have had but what is known about her so that was pretty cool and so she was the first one to reach out to me I had no real desire to meet anyone like specifically so she came to me first and my experience with Bridget is and you may have heard in one of the episodes with Courtney Weber, who's amazing, if you um, she has so many beautiful books on different deities. So if you're wanting to learn about um Hecate, the Morrigan, or Bridget, definitely check out her books because she is killer in the uh, writing department. But anyway, so Bridget was the first one that came to me. She, and it's funny what she said about people have this idea of Bridget. Um, so she's a triple goddess. She can come in the three different forms of maiden, mother, and crone. And often she said to have this real motherly energy. Um, I think people mistake that to be like really sweet and loving. But as much as she is loving and she has very positive intentions for you, think of the mother aspect, Um In terms of, especially if you're a mother, you are not sweet (laughs) and innocent all the time. And sometimes, if you want to make a point, you need to get your scary voice on. And that's how Bridget usually is with me. Now, I don't know if it's just because maybe I'm not listening, which I can get very distracted sometimes. So it's highly likely. But she is very firm, she's straight to the point, she'll tell you what she thinks. Um, she is very caring but her she's an Irish woman you know they they say what they think they say how they feel and they're not sometimes the most tactful um so at first I was like whoa who is this bossy woman bossing me around all the time um but she is a really good and beautiful um energy to work with once you understand her a little bit better. Now, I'm not going to go too much into what she does and means and all the stuff you can work with her because I will do separate episodes about different deities. So I will do a Bridget one soon. Um, But I'm just letting you know she was my first one that I ever worked with. Um, And then so I worked with her probably by herself maybe for about a year. Um, she was my only one and I've always, um, been really drawn to like Celtic, um, mythology. Um, so like my ancestor lineage is, um, like English, there's Irish in there as well. Um, so that kind of makes sense as to why I was drawn, um, in her direction. Um, she also has connection with fairies. I've always had a real um, big connection with like working with the Fae. So again, that kind of makes sense as to why I would be drawn to her as well. Um, so then maybe a, I think about a year later, sorry, I'm just drinking some tea. I, um, You'll probably hear a lot of witches work with Hecate. Now you can say her name some people say Hecate, I say Hecate. A lot of people work with her, um, and she has never really been um, on my radar. I've never been super interested in her. Um, so I never sought out to um, make a connection with her. But one day I started seeing pictures of her everywhere. They would pop up on my Instagram feed, on my Facebook feed. Or I would be, you know, reading something and there'd be an article about her or I was reading a book and they were talking about Hecate. Like everywhere I went, she was there. And so eventually I was like, hello, are you trying to talk to me? And she was. And again, I was like, not really like super interested, Um, but I then was like okay fine I will um I will have a chat with you if that's what you want because she again is almost she's like Bridget she's that triple goddess so she can be quite forceful when she wants to be um but I did a meditation to connect with her and she sent me along these mazes like on my first meditation, I knew I had to go and meet her. And I was walking down this path. It was dark. I couldn't see anything. I had like one of those flame torches, like old school torches, where it's just a flame. And I felt like I was literally walking around in circles. It was like the walls were repeating over and over and over again. And I was getting nowhere. And then I remember someone saying that she will almost test you, um, even though she came to me. She will test you to see what you're capable of and if you can, like, pass her test. And then if you do, you can meet her. So I was like, okay, fine. I'm obviously, like, I'm, if I keep walking, I'm not going to get anywhere. So there has to be a different way to get in. And so I eventually found a doorway. Um, That was like hidden amongst one of the walls and I went through and I went into this place where she lived and it was really spooky because it was almost like, like it was like this stone castle. I know this is going to sound a little bit woo woo, but she kind of like was in this stone castle and to get there, you had to cross this lake. And they were like stepping stones across the lake. And so as you hopped over each stone inside the water, you could see these like glowing spirits almost. And they were lost souls. And if you learn about Hecate, she is keeper of the underworld. So she essentially is kind of in control of like all the lost souls. So again, I didn't know this about her at the time because I didn't know anything really about her. So to have that confirmation was really cool. Um, And so long story short, I eventually did connect with her. And people will say that Hecate can be quite scary. She's quite a dark energy. You know, she freaks people out. She's spooky. She's mean and all of that. But I didn't find that at all. I so if you if you have heard that, and you are wanting to connect with her, don't don't let that stop you because I found her to be, again, very honest, um, no bullshit, um, says it how it is, which is sometimes what you need. I find that you don't want someone who's going to cotton wool if they're a guide. Like you need to hear what you need to hear. So that's how she speaks to me. And I really respect that. And I think she respects the fact that I didn't like let her um, like scare me or, um, you know, what's the word, like threaten me in any way. Um, I kind of like stood my ground. And now we have this like really solid relationship. And it's funny because I had no interest in her. And now she's probably the one that I work with the most. Um, And so then eventually after her, I was visited by Aphrodite. Um, Again, not one I had any particular interest in, but we. now that I've worked with her, I find her energy to be really calming and beautiful. Obviously, she has, they all, this is the thing about working with a deity and they say there's a dark goddess or a light. They all have dark and light. Every single one of them, have um, you know extremes it's like an element you have these really beautiful light moments but then you have ones that are strong and can harm Well, not harm you but they can cut to you deep Um, and so she for me I haven't really experienced that part of her although some people will say she can be quite selfish or Arrogant, self absorbed, and all of that. But I have not experienced that with her at all. I find her to be. She kind of reminds me of the beauty of life. Like whenever she's around, it's almost like there's a filter on the world, and everything is a little bit brighter, and you notice more beauty, and you feel more gratitude and more love, especially towards yourself. So she will often come in for me if I've been a little bit hard on myself. Or if my cup's a bit empty, she kind of comes in. It's like, why are you doing this to yourself? Like you need to look after you too. And maybe that's why people get confused, confuse that with selfishness when really it's self-care and self-importance, which is important to feel because everyone matters. And people will often say self-care is a selfish act, but it's 100% not. And that's what I've learned from her. So that's like my path so far. Is there my main three that I work with? Um, I don't really feel called to anybody else. Sometimes on a full moon, I will light a candle for Artemis because she is um, goddess of the moon. Um, I know sometimes I, maybe the one I would like to learn a little bit more about is Rhiannon um, because I had an experience once where, she came to me, and if you know anything about Rianne, and she has this beautiful white horse. And I remember I had a, I did a meditation with her, and then we took the kids to this really cool farm. And um, as we were walking through one of the paddocks, this white horse came over to me and literally walked alongside me all the way down the paddock. And I thought that was really cool. So I'd probably want to learn a bit more about her, but for for now. Those three are like my main witchy crew. And I can, like I said, I'll get more into each of them as we do like separate deity episodes, but that's where I'm at at the moment. Um, So the question is, how do you work with a deity? Um, And as I said before, this is a really personal Um, journey. So what I'm going to suggest is things that have worked for me, but at the end of the day, you really have to find things that work for you because some of these things just may not resonate in any way. um, And you might find something that works for you. And that's one of the things I love about having a path like witchcraft is it really is a kind of choose your own adventure. Um, So just take some of these, give them a go or just leave them do whatever feels right. But these are things that I have tried um, that have worked for me. So how do you work with a deity? So first things first, I guess people have that question is, do they come to you? Do you go to them? Or is it a little bit of both? And I think it's definitely both because I've had the experience where I have connected with deities before without them coming to me but I have found my strongest ones. They have come to me first, but I know other people who have gone to them and they have a strong, if not stronger connection. So really it can work anyway. But one thing that's really good to do is to see if you have been receiving any messages. Now, this is something that you really need to open up about because some people will take them literally like, Let's see, for example, um, you might have been wanting to connect with Morrigan and she is associated with ravens. So you could be going, Well, I haven't had any ravens come to me. So she's definitely not. But there might have been something else in a different form that has been coming to you and you just haven't let yourself take that in. You've like, you, you really need to open up to all different kinds of messages they're not just a literal hello I want to work with you like for me the Hecate one was because um, it was literally her picture or an article about her so she made it quite easy for me but then she made it difficult when it came to actually connecting with her but um with Aphrodite I was getting a lot of things about the ocean And then I was really drawn to working with rose quartz. Um, And then I would, I kept smelling like floral as well. And I'm not really like a floral person, um, but I would smell it everywhere. And so the more I kind of pieced all the puzzle pieces together, I started to go, "Hmm, this could be her because I, I read up a little bit about her and it kind of made sense so I think the first thing is keep your eyes open write down if you're getting synchronicities like the same thing coming to you every day maybe it's a butterfly and you may not think it's anything but if you're seeing one every single day is there someone who is associated with butterflies um but then maybe they might not even be that literal. Like um, one of my signs from Bridget is a fox. She, in reading about her, doesn't really have any connections with foxes that I'm aware of, but that's what she sends me. So you really need to kind of figure it out yourself. And you'll also get a gut feeling um, of, I feel like it could be this person. And so don't let the doubt creep in because if that's what you're, inclined to like lean towards it probably is um and if you're not listening they will get more like forceful with their messages if they want to talk to you they want to talk to you and they will um so it always is, it is always better though to keep an open mind um another thing that you need to be aware like to think about is are you drawn to a particular um I guess, tradition. So for example, are you really into Celtic mythology? Do you love the Norse path? Um, Do you really love to learn about the ancient Egyptians? You know, there's so many different areas, but is there one in particular that you're really drawn to? Um, So that's a good place to start because then you can research all the deities that are connected with that path. And maybe there will be one of them that kind of jump out and they will, because you might go, oh my gosh, there's so many. How am I even supposed to choose? But you'll just know there will be one in particular that your eyes will immediately dart to and they're the one that you should start with. Um, And also a good thing to look for, is there anything about them that really resonates with you? Like do they have particular traits that either you have that you're looking for do you feel like um, you know maybe you really want to work on your magic maybe you really want to dive into being a witch well Hecate's goddess of the witches so she's a good place to start do you feel like you want to work with the earth you want to help heal Um, you really want to get grounded maybe something like Gaia or the green man would be good Um, Do you need more self-care? Do you beat yourself up and really need to fill your cup up and feel more self-love, build up your confidence? Then you look for someone like Aphrodite. So think of the the traits that you want and really resonate with, and that will also help you find somebody that clicks. It's like finding a friend. Like, you know, you want someone that you, you get and who gets you. You share the same things, but also somebody that you can learn from as well. Another thing that you can do um, is simply go in to a meditation and have the intention of wanting to meet somebody um, as in a, a deity. And you, I might actually post one that I did when I did my Samhain class a few months ago, I led people in a meditation where they were able to meet somebody and basically long story short is that you go into this meditation and maybe you go up on a hill and there's a seat and you go in saying I'm going to meet with a deity and when I sit down on this bench they someone's going to come and sit with me and they're going to introduce themselves and you never know who's going to pop up and maybe they'll throw you you know do a haircut and throw you through a maze or maybe they simply will come and sit with you and who knows? Who knows what will happen? But meditation is always a really good place to um, begin because it really just opens up your mind to inviting somebody in um, who wants to talk. Maybe they've been trying to and you haven't heard them and then you give them that channel to step in. So that's really a really fun way as well to uh, to find somebody. So once you have made a connection, you need to build it. You need to find a way to communicate and to keep that relationship alive. Um, You know, use the analogy of um, if you have a neighbor and every day you see them on your way to work, do you just walk past them and ignore them but then expect them to help you when you call them? Or do you walk past and at least say hello? And maybe sometimes you'll stop and have a chat, you know, but you build a relationship so that when you do need to call on them for something, maybe it's for milk, maybe it's for something bigger, you know that that relationship is already already established and strong and you know that they will come and help you because you've taken the time to get to know them. So working with a goddess or a god is really about showing respect, learning about them, building that relationship and not expecting them to do whatever you call on them to do at any time because they won't they will just ignore you especially if you haven't shown them any time or respect they're not going to go out of their way to help so uh the first thing you need to do is you really need to learn about them so there's so many i mean the internet is an amazing place so dive in see what you find find books that's one of my first things if I'm connecting with someone is I find as many books as I can and everyone again will have a different experience but there will be some that you go yes I really resonate with this yes that confirms what I felt and just like learn about their you know where they came from their mythology you know what are they like what offerings do they like what um animals are they associated with what kind of work do they do they really shine in like are they great for work with abundance are they great with work for self-care like really like find out who you're really dealing with and giving them by by doing the research and by taking the time to learn more that is also showing them that you like give a shit that you want to build that relationship and you're really interested into diving in in their world um the next thing you can do is try and create like a daily practice where you can it's like the wave to the neighbor something that you can do every day i especially recommend if you've met if you've like connected with someone doing something every day for seven days um that's a really good place to start um and it is not like a full-blown ritual deal it's It can be something as simple as every day you burn a candle for half an hour or an hour or maybe it's one of those wish candles that you can burn out. Um, But that's your way of showing them that you are just showing them a little bit of like um, respect or gratitude. You're saying hello. Um, Maybe every day you read a page or two from a book about them and just make a few notes about something that you've learned um maybe you have you know you dedicate a crystal to them and every day you carry it with you you know something super super simple because the easier you make it the more likely you are to do it like if you make this big complicated thing where you cast a circle and you have to go into a trance for two hours like you'll probably do it one day and the next day oh I cannot be bothered doing this anymore So try and make it really simple. Something that you know won't take up a lot of time and something you're most likely going to complete every day because we're all busy and things happen. So the easier you can make it for yourself, the less likely you are to like beat yourself up because you didn't do it. Um, And then you can do, you can look for classes. Like it's amazing what you find out there. There's online classes, there's Real life, like in real life classes, there's Facebook groups. Um, if that's like what you, if you're wanting to like swap notes with people or see what other people have learned, see if maybe that confirms something that you have felt. Um, there's so many resources. Just be careful when you go on the Facebook groups because some of them are a little bit crazy. <laughs> I I've joined a couple and I'm just like, yeah. I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh man, don't even get me started on. There's some there's some interesting people online. So just be very careful. Um, if it doesn't resonate with you and their energy doesn't click, then maybe you should uh leave that group and find someone else. But if you do find some good ones, they can be really helpful just to like chat with like-minded people and swap notes and see like some things that they've been doing might give you some inspiration. So um That's always a good idea and then one thing i love to do and i always recommend this to people is i always dedicate a specific oracle deck to a deity so for my three they each have their own oracle deck um so do i have any around me no i don't have any here um, but for example, what is it? Um, for my Bridget deck, it's called the Mist of Avalon. So it really like holds her energy. I found it really like felt like hers. Whereas for Aphrodite, I have, what's it called? It's Lucy Cavendish's um, Mermaid Oracle deck. And it even had a card for Aphrodite in there. So it was super perfect. But I really like, I find a deck that really holds the same energy as the the goddess that you're working with and then I don't use it for any other reason other than just to talk to them so the more that you work with it and talk to them through it the more energy that builds up in it that you find As soon as you put a card down, it's literally like you've picked up the phone and you're talking straight to them because it's just it holds their energy so much. And it's a really, really good way to have strong communication with them. So if you do have someone go out and find a deck that just speaks like them holds their energy and you dedicate it to them and they'll love that as well. They love having an open channel where they can talk to you. Um, That's one of my absolute biggest tips and and favorite things to do. Um, Another thing that I really like is you can dedicate a moon phase to them. So for me, I have only done this. I probably should do it with the other two. But for me, I... I did a meditation once with Hecate and I have this place that I go to called the meadow and that's where all my things kind of happen. That's like my safe magical space. And when I was in there and she was there, I noticed in the moon, it was like a crescent moon, like a new moon. And so for me, I dedicated the new moon phase to her. So if I'm going to do like a really deep meditation to connect with her. If I want to do a ritual incorporating Hecate, I will do it on the new moon. Later, I actually found out that the new moon is already connected with her. So that was like thumbs up confirmation for me because I had no idea that there was that connection. But um, it's fun. I love when stuff like that happens. But So the new moon I've dedicated to Hecate. And I know, like I said before, Artemis is sometimes connected with the full moon because she's the goddess of the moon. So it doesn't have to be correct. Mine just happened to fall that way. But you could just say, you know, every full moon, I'm going to work with Bridget. And that way, once a month, you have that reminder that on that night, you work with her, you can sit with her and talk. And it's kind of like a monthly tradition that you two can do together. Um, so that's really fun exercise to do as well. Um, and then also creating a space on your altar for them. My altar is getting a little bit squished with the three of them, but I'm, I need to rearrange it a bit. But I have on my altar, you know how you can get those really beautiful statues? Um, you don't have to do this, but I have one of each one of my guides or so deities and then around them i'll have things like um if i've made like a ritual oil for them then that that will sit next to them i'll have maybe an incense blend that i've made up for them i do my offering candles I each have a candle holder so i'll put the offering candle there like for Aphrodite, i will have seashells that I found or maybe it's different crystals that resonate with their energy. I know for Hecate, I have, um, what's it called? A black moonstone. So you can kind of make it your own and make it like that really special space that's dedicated to them. You could leave your oracle deck there as well so it can constantly charge in their energy. Um, and that's like another place where you can just go each day. Maybe that's where you light your candle if it's safe. And you can just go there and say your hello and that's your like dedicated space. If, you know, some people can't have an altar because of living situations and whatever, and that's totally fine. But if you can do that, it's always really nice, um, a nice like special space to create. So that's, that's pretty much my how I work with when I do deity work Now, some people will have asked me like can you have multiple deities 100% yes you can I know some people who only work with one and that that totally works for them and that's great and then I know people who work with like 20 all the time and that works for them as well so don't be afraid to kind of you know create a gang, or maybe you just find one that you resonate with. And that's it. Like whatever works for you works for you. And there's no judgment in any way, you know, you have to create your own path. So definitely if it's one that you're keen to do, you do get a lot out of it. You get so many words of wisdom, especially when you need it. Like it's nice because it feels like you're not alone. Like you may, you know, you might have like really great friends and a partner and family and all that, but sometimes, especially when times are tough, you can feel a little bit lonely and it's just nice having them because in those, in those like quiet moments, you feel like someone is still sitting there with you and it's really rewarding relationship to build. So if you're, if you're interested in doing it, I highly recommend it because I feel like you'll get a lot out of it, um, but that's all. That's all I really had to say about that today. I thought I was going to just make a really short one, but I don't think it's that short, so I probably should cut it now. Um, but let me know if that resonated with you in any way. Um, let me know if you've started your journey working with a goddess or a god and how that's going. Because I would love to hear. I always love to hear your stories, and especially if any of my um, wisdom has helped. Um, and if you are wanting to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram. I'm under Wiccan Sage, um, or where else am I? <laughs> That's a good question. Where am I? Um, if you want to watch this as well, you can see that I've got the sun right in my eye, so I'm half blind right now. But um, you can find my YouTube channel under Rose Thorn Cottage, which very soon will become the name of all my platforms um i'm also over on patreon as well where we have a lot of fun we do lots of different magic um we're going to meet up soon for in bulk and i also have got a few special episodes of ritual going up just for the patreon peeps so it's a fun space over there so you can find me there under Rose on cottage as well but yes i hope you enjoyed that and I hope it helped. Um, I hope it didn't sound too out of breath. I found that because I'm currently growing a baby, I feel like I'm out of breath all the time. So sorry if it's like lots of heavy breathing. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you so much as well to everybody that sent me really beautiful messages about the show. Like some people said that they've been listening to it while they're cleaning and I've been with them. So yay, it's been so nice to hang out with you while you clean. Um, But yeah, no, I really appreciate um, hearing from you because obviously I'm sitting here right now by myself and you get no immediate feedback or anything. So when you do get messages from people saying they really enjoy it, it's like really nice encouragement and just good to know that you know, I'm making like a a positive impact in some way to your day. So thank you for for sending them to me. Um, But that's all from me today. I hope you enjoyed and I will see you on the next episode. See you later. Bye.